think so. All righty. I'm going to I'm I'm recording now. Okay. We are live. Any <clears throat> last things we need to talk about before we we dive into this? Into Mithrigan? Mithrigan. Is it actually spelled with a 3? You put that on Facebook. It is. Really? Yeah. Everywhere online. It's yeah, with a 3. I hate that. Model 3 generative android. Yeah. Come on. It's in the dang spoilers. It's in the movie. <laughs> <gasps> She I, says it in a trailer. You put that on Facebook, and I was like, is he just being edgy? Is that a no, thing? No. I'm a three guy. He, he did his research. He did do his research. He did more than me. Alrighty, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the movie rubric. My name is Timothy McDaniel. Cole Wright. And I'm Josh Glass. And I love that I didn't have to point. We No hesitation. We've got the <laughs> intro down, boys. It only took it us, only took us like eight episodes. Eight episodes, but boy, we got that intro down. Hey, guys, talking to your mics one more time. Hello. Hello. We got... They got new mics. I have a decent mic. They got Rode Pod mics. I think this is the best we've sounded. I'm excited. For our two listeners. For our two listeners. Now, here's the thing. We sound better. Is our content getting better? (laughs) That's the. I feel like every episode, (laughs) the audio quality's got a little bit better. Um, But has the content improved? I don't know. I mean, we we already peaked with the dang Christmas tier list. If you don't know what we're talking about, (laughs) go back and listen to that episode. made a lot of people mad with the Christmas tier list. I mean, we already... we finally got over the controversy that was Avatar. We finally started talking to each other again. Yep. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, man, I go give it a listen. At a New Year party we were at, and I actually think the guy I'm talking about, um, he's a doctor, listens to our podcast. He and I had a pretty good conversation about Avatar. Um, we shared some things, disagreed on some things. It was nice. But um, I kind of expected, expected it to split the table a little bit, and then I realized that. Most people didn't go see Avatar, <laughs> which I think is why it's one of our least listened to episodes. Most of our friends didn't. It, it's killed at box office, oh, for wise, sure. but most of our friends have not seen that. I was going to say, I don't know if you saw it. It's officially made a profit. Yeah. 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 So he's like, it's funny. He's like, well, it, it broke even and it's making a profit. So I guess I'm going to make the third one. And I'm like, dude, we know you shot it. <laughs> like, you've already it. shot if the this movie. thing bombed, yeah. we're still going to release yeah. it. You've been, I don't know. James Cameron's a weird dude. He's. So weird. I was gonna say he's been having wet dreams about Avatar, about Navi for ten years now. Don't act like you're <laughs> Thir- not gonna make 13, the movie. Thirteen years. Yeah. Thirteen years. Yeah, that was funny. I just loved the way he worded. He's like, I guess they're gonna make me make it. And it's like, dude, we know you shot it already. Then, then don't make it. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. It's like I liked your movie. Don't get me wrong, but like no one's make. No one's got a gun to your head, James. Well, yeah. where's our Titanic too? I want to see how that sequel plays out. <laughs> Man. No. So this is, speaking of New Year's parties, this is our first one of the new year. I'm yes. excited. Happy New Year. Did you, oh yeah, Happy New Year. Did you guys make any resolutions? That's what I want to know. Cole hit me with a pretty good New Year's resolution earlier. Well, now I got to hear it. Oh, you want me to talk? Yeah, okay. I want you, well, I, I didn't set you up just for you to not <laughs> I thought tell. I thought we were just going to leave it uh, as, as a mystery. Have them guess. <laughs> yeah. Type in the comments that you're not allowed to comment. What do you, what do yeah. you think is New Year's <laughs> if we were on YouTube? Yeah. So I'm on day ten of no soda, Ooh. and if we, for you that uh that know me, I'm a avid Mountain Dew lover. Yes. So um, I usually buy I I buy Mountain Dew for parties at my house just for you. Thank you, Josh. I've got but, some code reds. Oh, hold on, in a minute when I catch a break, I'm gonna set a code red <laughs> on the table just to watch Cole hey, listen, sweat. I've been I'm doing good. I'm hopefully I can like. Not be as addicted to it by the end of the month here, and that way I can just ease back into it. Have yeah. it every now and then. I was, I was going to ask, are you trying to just like cut it out completely? I mean, if I, or I'm, I'm trying just... to, I'm not doing it for the entire month, and hopefully that I'm not craving it as much as I was 
in the first Pri- days prior. <laughs> so yeah. we're not like cutting soda out of our life. We're just pausing. I'm pausing it for right now. And if I want to go back to it, I can. But if not, I okay. will. I'm going to try to build up the just drinking water. And I, I think that's really respectable. I, yeah. I myself, I'm on 10 days of no meth, no crystal meth. <laughs> I mean, that's not respectable. <laughs> I didn't set any New Year's resolutions. And then I got called out at church on Sunday when our pastor, <laughs> your guys' pastor, was like, you know, you got it's you need to set resolutions. The only thing worse than uh not meeting resolutions is not setting them or setting <laughs> bad ones. And I like looked in the mirror and I was like, Well, if it He's isn't talking to me. <laughs> hey, but he did follow it up with it doesn't matter if it's February first, as long as you set something. You are right. So I need got till February first, figure it out. Yeah, I got till February first to pick a resolution. I don't know. Like I got my meth under control. I don't know what I need to set up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at at your duo. All right, listen. <laughs> You're double fisting it today. Here's huh? the thing. Okay. <laughs> I want, can you describe I know, it? I have. Hey, describe it's only Tuesday. Describe okay? to the uh, to the listeners what I'm looking at. It's right not here. that bad. He's making it worse. When we sit down to do the podcast, <laughs> I pour me a drink. A drink, singular drink. I have a glass of whiskey here. What Cole is, I think, gawking at is the fact that this glass of whiskey is accompanied by two fancy cakes. <laughs> Little Debbie fancy cakes. I think they're little Debbie. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I believe in setting obtainable goals. <laughs> <laughs> and cutting out whiskey and snack cakes is not I mean, an what obtainable a, what a goal. Combo. I could cut out whiskey way before I could cut out my little Debbie fancy I mean, cakes. I, I'm with you on that one. Though half those we've talked about this before. Half those bottles over there, one two of those were gifted to me over a year and a half ago. Oh, yeah. I just like you know, like yeah. I could easily cut out whiskey. Don't think I could cut out little Debbie's. Um, so <laughs> that's a, that's a problem. You've got a hardcore crush on the little Debbie. I really do. She's Old my girl. Debbie. She's my side chick. Um, is there a food I could cut out? I really probably should cut down on the amount of times I eat out. Um, yeah. My wife and I we've been really like New Year, new bank account, new us. She mm-hmm. really wants to be debt free twenty twenty three. And like I said, I believe in obtainable goals. <laughs> I'm, and I know we're not going to do it. So uh, I'm just like, we should just go ahead and buy this dishwasher. We're not going to be debt free. That's one of those things I'm trying to do better on as well. Cause I'm like, I blow so much money on <laughs> eating out. Cause it's more, it's convenient. <laughs> at one time, me and my wife looked at our bank statement for a month and we counted up how much money we spent on food, like eating out. It about made me sick. I don't want to, I, I don't want to do that. A, I could have bought a new PC. I could have bought so many things with the amount of money that I just spent, that we just spent mm-hmm. eating McDonald's, wherever, just because we didn't feel like cooking. Here's the trick. Don't look at it. <laughs> you can't just ignore the problem. Though. That's the that's the solution. If that you don't look missing. at it, it doesn't exist, right? <laughs> it can't hurt you if you don't know about yeah. it. Man, what sound logic to me. Brought to you by the movie rubric. But, just yeah. don't look at your don't bank Don't look statement. at your bank account. Just, just swipe it. your card at the gas station. <laughs> put your card in the thing at Sonic. You're fine. I feel bad. Like, Click on every Facebook ad and just never look at your bank account again. I'm um I'm running, be all right. I'm running sound for a musical right now for a different school. And like I don't have time to come home and eat dinner. So I had to go through a drive-thru. I went to Sonic today and like I felt guilty. <laughs> I got a burger. That was it. One burger and it's like $6 and I'm putting my card in and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm like, I hope my wife doesn't look at the bank account. Yeah. She's going to be out. So, yeah, Elena, when you, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I got Sonic tonight. <laughs> Please don't hate me. All right. Hey, we've talked. In, is there, before we actually start talking about the movie, any last comments, thoughts? Anyone have a funny story? You know, poop their pants this week? 
Nope. No. Okay. Nope. Just me. Okay. Moving on. Um, <laughs> we went and saw Megan. We talked about it here a little bit. Um, Mathregan went and saw Megan. Saturday was it? Yeah. Okay. It was an early show and it felt really weird. It yeah, was a it, little weird. Really weird. And also, like it felt six o'clock. It felt like uh, forever since we went and saw it. I will gladly go see an early show if it means there's no kids. That's true. In this theater, it was a kid-free oh, theater. And it was a PG-13 movie too. And it was a PG-13 movie. And like, there was not a kid in sight. And yeah. I was like, and it I was see a rated R movie on a Saturday night. I was really worried about this movie in particular because of the way it was being hyped up. Mm-hmm. It was having you know like lots of like meme culture references in the trailer. And I was like, there's probably gonna be a lot of like Fortnite kids <laughs> in this theater. I, I, I did see one kid walk in, but they were. Chill. I'm very Fortnite's gonna drop that Megan skin any day. <laughs> yeah, any with day. the dance. Absolutely. Yeah. So I was very happy. It was a weird theater. Um, before we get too much into the back, uh, into the movie. Sorry, getting ahead of myself, Josh. I know you did some. You usually do research, and I feel like I don't always give you a chance to actually talk about some of the stuff. You did some background research on this movie. Uh, what did you find? You know about the directors, the cast, things like that. Yeah. So um, Megan was directed by Gerard Johnston. Um, I didn't recognize the name, and I realized why, because it's only the second movie he's ever directed. Um, He's produced and written a handful of other TV shows and no-name movies, but um, nothing really to speak of. Writers, first one I looked up, um, Akilah Cooper. She, I'm assuming, I shouldn't assume genders, but um, they're best known for producing 26 episodes of the TV show Luke Cage. I haven't seen it, but I've heard... hmm. Meh things about the it. kids taught me a new word today mittens it means when something is like okay like yeah. it's good it's funny but it's not like exceptionally good yeah, yeah you so know luke, what that's stupid is luke that luke cage K- luke cage is mittens okay i hope i'm using that right kids <laughs> if you're listening don't don't hate me for misusing your slang i mean they were no also, cap <laughs> no cap <laughs> uh they were also the screenplay writer for malignant uh the 2021 horror film I, i've seen it i've seen advertisements for it but i didn't go see it i, I did. don't know how that is i heard it was really good i thought it looked good mm-hmm. and then i didn't watch it yeah, that's yeah. real that's that's a lot of horror movies for me because there's so many of them i look at them and i think oh that looks interesting and then i don't watch it yeah and then the producer he also was credited as a writer too james wan um didn't recognize the name right off the bat but when you click on his imdb he's done lots and lots of um horror suspense films like saw um, the Conjuring 1 and 2, um, Furious 7, 2018 Aquaman. Mm-hmm. So he's got a lot of things under his belt. I think he was kind of probably the yeah. the driving force behind the movie. Um, as far as actors go, it, it it didn't have a huge cast that I, you know, recognized. Um, really no one. Yeah. Like, what, right? the, um, Allison Williams, who played Gemma, she had a few things under her belt. but The, the guy that played the boss was in Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Okay. Shang-Chi. Was he? I, I didn't get down that far on the IMDb. He wasn't like I thought one Cole, of the top credited I thought people, Cole so. was going to say for a second that he was Shang-Chi, and I was going to be like, Cole, <laughs> that, that was you're not. doing a racism. Doing that a was racism. not. I, okay, so funny story about that. <laughs> funny story. <laughs> funny so, story about a time I was racist. No, I was, I'm like, I've seen this guy and stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was Shang-Chi. <laughs> and then I looked you like, did think I, I did it. I was like in, like, in the comfort of my own home, I'm like, I did a racism. <laughs> I just like, whoops. Uh, who was he in Shang-Chi? Do you know? I don't. I forgot. Was the he like no name goon number three? No, he was somewhat of an important character. So important. You don't even know who he was. I didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. John John is what he's credited. Yeah. As. Whoever the heck John John was. So no, no name to goon number four. Yeah. Is what I'm hearing. Uh, I hear John easily John. number two. 
Isn't that the name of the babies on The Incredibles? That's Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Okay, yeah. so sorry. You brought up James Wan. He's done a lot of stuff. He does a lot of Bloomhouse stuff, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Isn't that who did this movie? Yeah. Yeah, Bloomhouse did this one. They Makes also, sense, yeah. You know, they've done Black Phone, Whiplash. I didn't realize they did Whiplash. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, that's a weird one for them. Yeah, it's kind of out of the character. Uh, Glass, Halloween, 2018, 21, and 2022. I think with the exception of Whiplash, Bloomhouse, in my mind, is eternally known for just being okay. Like they just put out content. I mean, and Halloween, both, Halloween 2018, 2018 was, good. was good, but it gave us Halloween ends. <laughs> it led and Halloween kills. Listen, can it we led to Rogue that. One is in the Star Wars saga. You love that movie, but does that mean it gave us the Last Jedi? Kind Ooh. of a little bit. So you're gonna blame Rogue One for Last Jedi? No, <laughs> hold on. Episode Seven came out before Rogue One. I'm gonna blame Rogue One for the Last Jedi. Or yeah. sorry, I'm gonna blame Episode Seven. For the Last Jedi, yeah, but Rogue One came out before the Last Jedi. 20, yeah, but like it didn't Rogue One start was twenty sixteen. Start the it didn't reboot. Last Jedi was twenty seventeen. It didn't reboot a dead Lawyered. franchise. Lawyered, <laughs> you <laughs> got me. Um, I was gonna say this earlier when you're talking about movies. Real quick, what is because it might help audiences decide while we talk spoiler free here whether they should go see this or not. What's your guys' favorite scary movie? Do you guys have one? I mean, it, there's different types of scary movies. There's slasher. There's like the supernatural ones. There's just like gun to your head, though. Like the one. If I had com- to pick one, yeah, I like The Shining. The Shining, okay. Shining is one of my favorite ones. So Cole's opinion's wrong. Like just, <laughs> and that's one of my personal <laughs> favorites. But but also for like, if you want like a slasher one, I mean, you can't go wrong with like Nightmare on Elm Street. That's a fun one. Yeah, there are a lot of classics. And we discussed this on the Christmas thing. Yeah. Just because they're classics doesn't mean they're Well, wait good. till next oh, Halloween when we do the Halloween Christmas t- or Halloween Christmas tier list. Halloween tier list. Let's do a whole episode that's just a Shining tier list. And it's... <laughs> We're going to write all the scenes from The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, boy. I, I, I don't like The Shining, but that's okay. Um, I recognize, like you said, I know there's a lot of people that love that movie. Stanley Kubrick. And did- my mind goes to, and I wouldn't say like, this is always going to be my favorite or always is my favorite. It depends on the mood I'm in, but I love the first Conjuring movie. That's a good one. Like, I love that. I don't watch enough scary movies to really form a formidable opinion. If I had to guess right now or say right now, it'd probably be Halloween 2018 just because I mm-hmm. I watched it right before the last Halloween movie came out. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh on my mind. Um, but I don't watch enough of those yeah. kind of movies to really form a... I mean, I still... This is my favorite one. I mean, that one's really good. I still like the, the original as well. The original's good in the sense that it's just like... It has iconic moments. It has super iconic moments for a, a slasher film, and it kind of started. I feel like it kind of started the slasher. It was a one of the bit. first. It was. It was not the first, but it was one of the first. I f- it really kind of like pushed it to the forefront. Yeah. Though. Do you remember what it got when we watched it as a group? Because like, like a five something. It's one of our lowest scoring movies. It's kind of. It disgusting. was also the first movie that we watched as a group, though. This is true. So you think we hadn't perfected our 1 to 10 rating system yet? We still haven't. <laughs> Princess Diaries got a 10 from some people. Yeah, hold on. Last week. Well, actually, I think Princess Diaries scored lower than I was expecting it to whenever yeah. I heard the result. What did it end up getting, Princess Diaries? An 8.2. That's lower. I expected a 9. Well, well the two girls it, gave it a 10, and the guys gave it like mid. But mid seven, you don't think that, that movie to me is like a 9 in my mind. And I no, I haven't seen it in a year. I didn't, I didn't care. I thought you it was don't like, like Princess Diaries? I thought it was like just a mid-2000s movie. Oh, see, I love that movie. And mm-hmm. maybe it's just because I watched it a lot as a kid. Princess Diaries, not Princess Bride? 
You're thinking Princess Bride. I'm Princess Bride. Bride. I, I am. Say, like, oh like, my god, dude! I'm kind of questioning you right now. I really now. am. Hathaway, right? Hold on. What is the Princess Diaries? That's with Anne Hathaway, and, and she's like Mary Poppins. Well, I'm Mary- the biggest idiot in the world. <laughs> like, you don't. You sound really strange. I was like here defending. I just put Princess my diaries. <laughs> I just put my foot in my mouth so hard I'm tasting my heel. So you right love Han. <laughs> you love Princess. Bride so much that you didn't even know what the name of the movie was. Isn't that bad? That's where I'm at right now. I've had too many little Debbie Z cakes that are mulling my mind. Now, when Princess Bride gets put in there eventually, that'll be tens across the board. That makes sense. So that's the thing. I think in my mind, yes, I got the titles mixed up. So when I saw in the chat that it scored like an eight, I was like, what? No. I was so (laughs) concerned. Make sure I didn't actually. It all makes sense now. Yeah. It really does. Okay. Um, We got off on a tangent. Wow, we really did. Mithrigan. Sorry about that. Mithrigan. No, people come here for our tangents. That's yeah. why they're here. They don't even listen um, to the review after that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Um, going into it, I thought it was going to be kind of bad funny. Like, it was going to be a bad movie, but I was going to laugh the whole time, and it was just going to be so bad it was incredible. And I've seen that this movie was, like, very overly hyped by the media. Do you guys think, spoiler-free here again before we get into spoilers, do you think the movie lived up to the hype? No, I would. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I saw the first preview for this when we went and saw Halloween. Ends. Halloween ends. When was that? October. In October. Saw it then. And I was like, this is going to be, this is going to be something. Yeah. And then I left the theater and I was just like, "Hmm." it was a movie. Yep. (laughs) It's kind of what. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it just, it didn't really... There was a lot to enjoy. There was nothing wow about it. Yeah. It's not like it, it doesn't blow you away. It's just like, that's a quality film. And there's a bunch of mid (laughs) mittens. There's a, there's a lot of mittens going on in this movie. There is a lot of mittens. Is this, I'm trying to find something here real quick. I saw, I don't know if this is it or not, an ad from Megan on YouTube the other day. And I was so... This isn't it. I wish I could find it. It was like an accolades trailer. And it was like, New York Times, one of the most fun I've had in the theater. And then it said, I mean, like, the next thing, it said, like, Rotten Tomatoes, it lives up to the hype. And it was that comment there. Then I was like, no. It, it didn't. Like, really. did any of these? And it had, like, where it, like, splashes all the reviews on the screen, but it only picks, like, the good reviews. And they were all, like, five out of fives and four out of fives. I was like, did these people, well, did I watch the yeah. same movie? Um, I kind of had that thought. Yeah. Um. All right, and then be, I feel like that's honestly close to as far as we can go before we get into spoilers. So if you're if you're listening and you're thinking about going to see Megan, uh, verbal thumbs up, thumbs down. Should viewers, should listeners go see Mithrigan? I I would give it a thumbs up. I think they should go see it because it's just a fun. It's a fun time. I think if you know what you're going to see, like a goofy, somewhat suspenseful jump scare movie. Then yes. Do you like Child's Play? <laughs> it was Android 13 Child's Play. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. yeah if, if you like you Child's that Play. kind of movie, then yes. But if you're looking for anything else. Like no. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> anything with the Halloween saga, that kind of slasher, you're not going to get no. it. Wild. Maybe not wild. It's maybe not as wild as like it sounds. But like it just goes against what you guys are saying. I say wait for it to come to DVD rented at a red box it's probably going to go to netflix in like four months time i don't think it's going to live in theaters very long um i'd say unless this is a movie like josh said if you know you like this kind of movie then go see it but if you're on the fence i say wait to rent it or stream it because i think it'd be a really fun get together with the guys have a beer watch it yeah this would be one i guess yeah if i was to rewatch it it would not be 
a solo watch. It would be yeah. with a group. Yeah, that's the thing. I would never watch this movie on its own. Um, you know, a movie night ten years from now. You know, like if we want something bad, funny to watch, maybe I'd put it in. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but okay, that's it. Any last things? Spoiler free things you think the audience needs to know? Uh, I got nothing. All right. In fact, this might be the lowest budgeted movie we've ever watched. How was the budget? lower than the menu? It's twelve million. I don't remember what the menu was. I think it was like thirty million. Really? Okay. We need to look that up later. That's interesting. Okay. I wouldn't. It, it to its credit to Megan's credit, it didn't feel incredibly low budget. No, I mean besides the actors, like some of the actors, not higher being budget, amazing, but higher yeah. budget movie, they could have got some higher end actors. Yeah, no, they besides got, that, no, they, they got John John from yeah, John John from Shang Chi. You know, that everybody else realized. Thinking back to the menu, there were a lot of big names in the menu. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who like I recognize them mm-hmm. from a like con, like discernible IP. So mm-hmm. that would make sense if this movie had such a low budget. It's probably just because they didn't have to pay people. Yeah. Pay actors. All right. Well, there it is. There's the spoiler-free part. We're going to dive into spoilers. Here's your spoiler warning. I need to get like a little jingle that plays here. <laughs> um, like, do, do, do. Spoilers. Do, 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 do. There it was. Um, I didn't dislike the movie. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good is I think the nicest thing I could say about it. Um, it was very middling. It was very mittens. It was very mid. It was, very mittens. It was yeah. a C-tier That's- movie. Does yeah. anyone have like a, a strikingly different opinion? No. no. I mean, I would say it was, it's a mid movie that I really enjoyed because when it, for, for this movie, it's not, I think it's kind of aware how goofy it is mm-hmm. and it has a lot of funny parts and it leans more towards into the comedy yeah. than the horror. And I think it did the comedy very well. Mm-hmm. I laughed. Like a, a lot. lot of the humor is like, you kind of have to have a little bit of a darker sense of humor to yeah. to enjoy it, but so when it, she starts singing, I mean that's like, just where that's, that's just probably funny. my that's favorite. Just that was part of the movie. singing ti- titanium. <laughs> and it's that stupid distorted oh, yeah. voice. <laughs> it sounds like flipping the portal lady. Yeah. And that's the thing, though. Like that was how I left. I felt like it, it tried to be a comedy and a horror, and I wished it wasn't it just, scary. I wished it had just leaned into comedy. Yeah. Like, because I think it opens up on the perpetual pets ad. Oh my gosh, I just like my poor pop filter just yeah. like died a little bit. Perpetual um, pets. Perpetual so, pets. I Look mean, away from the mic when I say that one. Yeah. Um, which was hilarious. This little girl's dog dies, and it's like, go get you what is a glorified iPad Furby. Yeah. And like the song and the jingle, it was very tongue in cheek. And I was like, I wish, I hope the rest of the movie is like this. If it had been, I would have probably really liked the movie, but it takes itself too seriously from time to time yeah. and it loses that comedic edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like on that note, like in addition to taking itself seriously, I didn't like any of the people in this movie. No, all the characters, they, they all kind of suck. <laughs> they were, yeah, they're just not good. Yeah. Um, like the movie opens right on like the parents and the daughter in the car mm-hmm. and she's playing with her perpetual pet. She's playing with a Furby. I'm going to call it a Furby. I know it's not, but I also don't like saying so many <laughs> no, plosives I want, into my say microphone. As many out. He yeah. sounds here. As many P nouns. Um, <laughs> it opens with them in their car and she's playing with her toy and the mom is like upset with the dad. She's like, I thought we were going to limit screen time. And he's like, oh, it's fine. We're in the car. And she's like, we need to stick to rules. And it already pits us as like, okay, like they're fighting over something mm-hmm. very trivial. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, okay, is this like, I thought it was going to go from where like her parents were perfect. <laughs> like they were the best parents and then they died. But it was like, no, her parents are kind of, 
like the mom maybe not as much, but the dad just a little bit. Her parents are kind of trash bags, and then they parked in the middle of the road and got hit by a plow. Awful. But I also didn't like miss them. I'm like, and that's neither sad. did the daughter. And I think, yeah, they kind of, of <laughs> they they rushed the yeah. yeah. Part of the reason why we didn't miss them is because they didn't they didn't focus on the fact that the parents died except for like two scenes. No one does. Yeah. Like, like the whole movie it's mm-hmm. like the whole reason this is happening is cuz her parents died. But we didn't see a funeral. We didn't see Katie cry about her parents die until like halfway through halfway the movie. Halfway through the movie. Yeah. yeah. Gemma could care less that her sister just died mm-hmm. and that she's now the legal guardian of this child. And she like apparently doesn't take a day off work, which means yeah. I guess there was no funeral. Yeah. Like <laughs> like just Well, no, she says that she took some weeks off like so much time over the she last did. few weeks mm-hmm. and that she has to go back to work. But it jumps so much that it doesn't even look like there was anything. I remember the boss speaking of characters like I didn't dislike the boss because I thought he was actually one of the more reasonable people in this movie. <laughs> he was justified yeah. in um, his uh, anger. The boss says like, writing was not he says either. like <laughs> I need a prototype on my desk by Friday. Mm-hmm. And then like she gets the accident happens and then now all of a sudden we're adopting a kid and she's back at work mm-hmm. and like she hasn't asked for a, a postponement that we've seen this far which made me imply that maybe she didn't actually really take more than like a day off yeah and now maybe that was just maybe i misunderstood the scene or she did take time off and the movie didn't tell us but that's the thing the movie didn't tell us the movie didn't show us that time didn't show us the funeral and you're right about that movie skipped a lot of stuff like it was only like an hour and 40 minute movie so it was pretty short this has and the, whereas Avatar was way too long and showed a bunch of stuff that did, didn't have to be there for the story, this movie cut out a bunch of stuff that could have made the storyline so much better. Oh, yeah. James Cameron, share some of your runtime with Megan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the theaters got together. It was like, well, we're, we're playing a three-hour movie this time, so we got to... You, you got to limit to an hour and 40 minutes. Megan's like the pregame for Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Like you watch Megan and then go. Like yeah. that movie, like it was so funny because the last movie we saw was Avatar. Mm-hmm. And it's like that movie felt really short compared to it did. what we just uh, the, watched. It got over. And I was like, oh, that, that's that was it. <laughs> that, that's it. Like, so I don't like the parents. I don't like Jimna, her new aunt. Now, like, you know, parental figure. Guardian. Yeah. She's just kind of very meh. She doesn't really show that she cares about the kid. The the story tells us she cares about the kid, but they don't ever show it. And then the kid apparently is not sad. Her parents are upset. She has zero emotions until Megan gets introduced. And then those emotions are pure like happiness. And maybe that's what the movie was trying to do, but I didn't like it. I didn't like the way they portrayed it at all. Like, yeah. Well, I think half the time you looked at Kate, the the shot panned to Katie and she was just looked like this. A blank, terrible blank face. (laughs) It was, it was bad. I think like the whole Megan obsession, which you could, symbolize it as well instead of having to deal with the kid just give them technology and they'll that's sort what, itself that's out. what they kind of they did the, basically or said the movie had this really weird anti-technology message to yeah. it and i get if you want to have an anti-ai yeah. message mm-hmm. because of what's happening like but like there's one scene in particular that stands out in my mind um the kid says you're not going to read me a bedtime story and Jimna's like oh yeah sure I'll do that and she's like I don't have any books and the movie frames her like a villain for not having books it's like she just adopted this kid two days ago like yeah. give her a break she's a single woman like yeah, what would you do in that situation and she's like that's okay I can download one on my phone she didn't say I'm not going to read you a book she yeah. said I'll download you one and then she sits there awkward and she goes oh I have to like Wait for the app to update. And the movie frames it like, look at this idiot relying on so technology. Much technology. Yeah. And I'm like, 
What? <laughs> no. Yeah. How dare you not have books in your house? In the 21st century. They did stuff like that multiple times throughout the movie, implying that technology itself mm-hmm. was phones were evil. And I'm like, that's not what this movie is about. No. This movie's about a robotic AI doll killing people. Yeah. Why well, that's are what we... it was supposed to be. Yeah, about. that's what it was <laughs> yeah. portrayed as. But the body as. count is four. Three people and a dog. Oh, hold yeah. Hold on, the... hold on. I counted four. She counted, she killed the boss, his assistant, the old lady, and the kid. The boy. Well, the, the punk okay, boy. if you count the punk boy as, as, as her dad. Hey. I shove Cole in front of a semi. She, he didn't hey. shove She didn't shove Yeah, him. he tripped. He tripped. I think we can. No. For you, the sake of the movie, she killed him. No. He that, would not have died had she not okay, yeah. ripped off that. his ear and you done what she did. You can deduce that her actions caused his death, but she did not like physically shove him in front of the car. As far as I see, the car killed her. The, per- <laughs> the driver killed that kid. But I, either way, for a scary movie, four deaths is yeah. not much. I consider that a body count, but yeah, that was I was counting it up earlier, and I have that on here. She only killed four people. Yeah. Two of them were back-to-back. Yeah. One of them, I guess if you count the dog, um, the old lady... I didn't feel bad when she died. <laughs> Is that bad? I like, mean, going back to not likable characters. Yeah, she made me laugh. She she was pretty funny. She was kind of funny. I don't know. I have a a, a sore spot for. I, I want to phrase this nicely so as to not upset anybody. Immature dog owners, irresponsible dog owners. Um, if you have a large dog, especially if that dog is aggressive, it needs to be on a leash or it needs mm-hmm. to be inside. And this woman just let this very openly aggressive dog roam the neighborhood. That's very irresponsible. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm, if that upsets you, I'm sorry, but like consider why that upsets you and consider yeah. buying your dog a leash. Because if you care for your dog, you don't want it to get hit by a car. Yeah. Or like what happened. Or be responsible for or like get kidnapped somebody. by an AI doll. Like, you know, like. <laughs> Yeah. A, a leash would have saved that dog's life and the owner's life. Um, yeah. You know, so buy a leash. Uh, that is my message. It's not anti technology. Buy a leash. Buy a leash for your dog. Fix your fence. Um, yeah. All those things. So I wasn't upset when she died, but like the way she died, I want to know where she bought that pressure washer or whatever. It was a weed sprayer. It wasn't even a pressure washer. No, it was like, a pressure washer. It was an the weed of the pressure yeah. washer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to know where this lady bought a pressure washer so strong it picked a grown woman up off the ground and flung her violently into a and wall. And that doesn't have to be hooked up to water. Yeah. Just sitting in the shed and Megan's like, boop, and, and just knocks her back six I also, feet. big plot hole. I don't even know if like, you hear a pressure washer, right? Mm, you hear that sucker running. I want to like, say you do. You should have heard a pressure washer running from like <laughs> a half a mile away. Yeah. And like this one was silent. So yeah. If the movie was trying to sell me a pressure washer, it worked. I'm like, show me where that's at. And <laughs> now, here's my wallet. My father-in-law does have an electric pressure washer. And it's quiet until you pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just sitting there. I'm just going to go with that. Silent, it's electric. But it doesn't have enough power to push a yeah. full-grown human six feet back. And I guess, like, unless Megan is really, really good at cleaning. Like, they were like, we can't find the body or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it's like... She sprayed the woman's face off with a pressure washer. There's got to be parts of that around. Like, you're not hiding that. I yeah. mean, she could. Continuity was a mess. She's oh, not a movie. I mean, she's an AI. She's not going to leave fingerprints. The fingerprints, yeah, I'm fine. But, like, they she were could, like. She could dispose of a body. They, they were like, what's her fa- Apparently, she took the dog, like, five miles away or something like that. Correct me if I'm that misremembering, was- but they didn't know how she was killed. They just said she's missing. Yeah. And that's so. what I'm saying. I feel no, like there was a body bag. Was oh, there? there was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's right. I'll yeah, give you credit. Zipping up a body bag. And I'll give like, the movie credit on that one. Then I guess the police I officer's that. like, that's going to be hard to do. And it pans like that awkward pan over to the dead body. Yeah. <laughs> just like, 
you can't help but snicker at it because yeah. it's like this is really dumb it's so but dumb. i love it yeah i think for half the movie the town only had one police officer too which i thought was funny like anytime something happened it was the same like super tan man with a mustache showed up and, and and she he, looked like she lived in like seattle or something yeah like it was a bigger city washington so i'm assuming seattle yeah yeah one cop comes to her door every time and this cop clearly does not care for his job yeah. like he puts in the minimum effort <laughs> to be yes. called a cop and i was like this is there no other cops in this town mm-hmm. um you finally see some more later I thought like when she was being interviewed by the investigator, she was like, are you trying to link these two? He's like, no, it's just a funny coincidence. And I thought that was such a, once again, pick whether you're a comedy or a scary movie. This was a serious moment. You mm-hmm. undercut any tension there would well, be. No, it's, it's just that he laughs. He goes, oh, sorry. I shouldn't have laughed at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's fantastic. The quality film that, here. When he's talking about laughing about something, didn't he talk about the ear? Yeah. He's like, I found the ear, you know, yada, yada. And then he laughs. Oh. Sorry, shouldn't have laughed at that. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was so weird. It was odd. Kind of like side note, unless you guys have something else here. Favorite scenes of the movie. My favorite scene was the kid getting his ear ripped off. That's yeah. the only time I cringed in this entire movie. Yeah. Like I found myself like squirming a little bit as like this kid's super elastic ears just slowly yeah. pulled from his head. They stretched it. Um, that was pretty cool. That was probably my favorite scene. I mean, that's up there. Um <laughs> It's My, the dancing, isn't it? Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> it's, it's the dance, grabbing the blade and just slicing them up. Like yeah. It's like this really tense scene. This dude's running for his life, and she's dang Fortnite dancing over there. And like, <laughs> okay, but, It's a little ridiculous. Are, you, are we going to say the same thing? I don't know. Say what you're going to say. There's no music. I mean, there's music in the movie, mm-hmm. but that's not in the hallway. She's just dancing. Yeah. That's such an awkward scene if you're in that scene. I figured, like, she's just a quirky doll showing off her quirky yeah. uh, Fortnite dance. And I guess it's just it, it was in the trailers. It was, yeah. They I mean, had to have it in there. Yeah. It was going to be, that's going to be the iconic moment everyone gets from this. <laughs> what I was going to say is she tries to, she frames the assistant for murder mm-hmm. and she brings up the fact he stole files. But other than bringing that up, there was a decently large, like foreshadowing part of, I, it was some of the worst excuse of foreshadowing ever. I actually meant to joke with your <laughs> wife about how, like, hope you didn't read into that. Cause he steals files at one point yeah. and does nothing. nothing. It doesn't it. go anywhere. No. The movie forgets about it until she makes a comment. She's like, you stole those files. So you had to kill your boss and then you killed yourself. And I'm like, we're in a huge tech firm. Like, there's a camera, right? Someone would have figured like out that you stole those. Someone is watching a camera, yeah. like, of Megan running down this hallway, killing people. Like, that's mm-hmm. not going unnoticed. Yeah. And you could maybe argue she hacked the mainframe. Like, well, but they I think she her. did, though, because, like, you <clears throat> saw when she walked by the security system, all she did was walk by, and it, like, stopped alarming. Okay. Still, though. Like, whenever is- she, whenever the fire alarm started going off, and, mm-hmm. like, the sirens were going off she walked right by it didn't touch it didn't look at it nothing and it just okay shut off. so maybe she hacked the cameras only yeah. give megan she an, another she got, continuity she point getting smarter she was a yeah. smart she she was learning as it went and apparently she knew how to drive a car and or hotwire this car because there was no a big one on my like how does things know how to drive i didn't think it was a hot wire so much as it wasn't a tesla she jumped in but i assumed it was something akin to a tesla something that has like auto start like Oh, like automatic. You gotta have driving. the key, yeah, though. The key. Where's the I mean, not at? if you're like a super advanced AI robot capable of apparently hacking like an entire building's like security system. We could say that for anything, though, yeah, on here. You're right, but like that was my 
head cannon is that like she hacked five out of fives all over across she the board. hacked what is the equivalent of a tesla and like just made it, it drive like itself out of your yeah or i know but it yeah. wasn't yeah but it, that was a big problem like there was tons of continuity problems but it's like one she just randomly knew the car was there mm-hmm. two she had the key or in your case she she hotwired it with her brain and three when did she learn to drive she was designed to do that evidently what? i mean she I, mean, I know she was a learning robot but just be exposed to it she's, first. She's been in plenty of cars. Like, I think, I, I, here's the thing. But wait, I would give you that if she was placed in the front seat every time they were in the car. She was in the back seat behind the driver. This ain't a flipping spider thing this time. She's basically how to drive from the back seat. By the end of the movie, I hate that I'm defending Megan <laughs> right now. I hate that I'm defending this movie. I feel like by the end of the movie, she's like downloading the internet to her brain. Like, I feel like yeah. somewhere in there she downloaded a driver's ed tutorial video and, like, got the necessary yeah. instructions for Maybe a car. Maybe awkward that, sleeping scenes yeah. that we got to see yeah, where that she was, was just learning like, how to drive a car. Maybe she didn't drive it. Like, a Tesla, if I'm understanding it correctly, you can basically plug a GPS coordinate in. It's going to drive itself there. Why, why you even know, have her drive? Just get her on all, have her run like the dang dog <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the car didn't bother me. I get why it did bother you guys, but the, the no, car didn't bother but me. but there's one other thing that bothers me. Hold on. before you, Josh, did you say your favorite scene oh, yet? My favorite scene, probably for just the sheer goofiness, is when she's on the shelf with all the other dolls. She's just got that <laughs> stupid look on her face, it's, and she's just like... Sitting there, I love it with the other dolls. I'm like, that is. Have me come back to the camp later because I've got comments about that camp. Cole, what were you gonna say? Sorry, was this your least favorite scene or is just a problem? It's a big issue. Another issue, more so than the car. How the heck did Katie know how to work Bruce? Because she got showed how he worked. True, they explained how he worked, but she never actually trained with them. So she was able to fight off Megan. Yeah, with with Bruce, giant robot that she has never practiced with, never even hinted that she's picked up again. Because it's been since the first act. We've had an hour and a half of movie prior to this. I was fine with it for two no. reasons. One, <laughs> You're defending Megan. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not defending like the continuity part of it. No, I agree. It's really dumb. Personally, I was happy with it because, one, it was a halfway decent use of foreshadowing, like yep. in Chekhov's yeah. gun. They yeah. brought the robot back. Cool. Okay. I kind of, the, moment, better, the moment they introduced him, I was like, we're probably going to get like a, a fight between these two. Um, but two, like, I just enjoyed seeing, like, goofy robot fight. Well, that's like, fine. As stupid as that they, is, like, I was like, okay, this movie got kind of cool for what? a second. They could fix that with one simple change. Have Gemma use Bruce. I agree. Or or just show Katie learning how to use Bruce. Like, no, this is have, Katie and Gemma bonding time. Mm-hmm. They're playing with Bruce more than just the one scene. I 100% agree with you. Like, it's a terrible continuity pl- plot point. But as far as entertainment goes, I was fine with it. Yeah, the it's entertaining. Oh, yeah, entertaining, yeah. it was fine. Say, so if you're looking for continuity, this is not the film. <laughs> this is why the rubric's there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so this camp, unless someone else has a comment about first. Uh, no, 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 I want to hear your take on this camp. This camp is awful. And, like, <laughs> this kid that very clearly, like, has been sent there for a reason because he can't do normal school, like whatever the the bully kid was. He's way older than the other kids, and a little girl voices her concern about being paired with this kid, Mm -hmm. implying that he has done something in the past. Yeah. Why is he allowed back at the camp? Mm -hmm. And then why do you pair him with the girl who doesn't go to school there? You're pairing him with the new girl, and then you're sending them into the woods unsupervised. Hunting chestnuts. Hunting chestnuts. Chestnuts. (laughs) Into the woods, unsupervised. And then I was like, okay... 
my first thought was if they're sending these kids into the woods, it's probably like a gated area, like where they can't go very far. And then a kid falls into the highway. Yeah. This is the worst like, place in yeah, the world. I, I was like, it. this has got to be the worst school <laughs> yeah. in the hey, history of movie schools. School he- hear me out. Hear me out. Funding's rough. <laughs> <laughs> they, you guys are teachers. You should know. Yeah. You know, I you just do, do what you got to do. But yeah, this, the school was pretty bad. I feel like <laughs> if I pair two kids up and a kid comes, hey, you know, that kid bullied me the last time we were together. I'm not going to send that bully with the new girl. I'm going to send him with like a guy his size yeah. and maybe a third person. Yeah. Like that's the teacher in me. Which R- group pre- of three. Group of three, yeah, 100%. It was awful. And then I love how comedically evil the bully kid was. <laughs> he was, yeah. He's just like, hold this and shoves the... Well, I don't even know what that was. It was like a, co- a oversized cockapur. I don't know what it was. I think it was a chestnut. Thing. Was that a chestnut? I'm chestnut, assuming yeah. that's... Because they were like picking them up. Oh, I've never seen one that hasn't been roasted on an open fire. Oh, it's like, that's either. like a gumball kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> but he just shoves it into her hand, and I was like, oh, "Why are we like so like comic book evil <laughs> all of a sudden I mean, in this movie?" There's only one other <laughs> set of villains. I mean, I could say was worse than that would about be the the band geeks from uh yeah from Halloween yeah. Ends. Halloween ends. He's up there with them. He might as well just join the group. It's like that same level of thinking though yeah. of like we just need a kid to be mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Bloomhouse doesn't have a good record, uh, track record no, for vill- no. or, uh, bullies. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't my least favorite scene. Okay, okay. I got to hear this. My least favorite scene was the first therapy session at the house. Yeah. Therapist comes. It's been maybe a week, and she's, like, upset that Gemma doesn't have toys. Okay, fine, whatever. She's like, why don't you two just interact? And it just feels like such a forced, dumb scene. And if you're a therapist, let me know if I'm wrong. I just feel like, one, this would never happen. So, two... Jimna opens up a toy and decides to start playing with Katie. Cool. Um, she's upset that Jimna's not interacting with Katie. And then the moment that Jimna tries to start being like, hey, let me show you how to use this toy. The lady's like, how about we let Katie lead? Yeah. And I was like, what is this? One? Like, that was the cringiest, <laughs> most poorly written scene I think I've seen in a very hot second in the theaters. Yeah. Like that toppled almost any poor scene I've seen in yeah. the movie recently, just writing wise. That was hands down my least favorite scene. I mean, she wasn't a good therapist at all. No, like, no. <laughs> no, absolutely. She was not. the actual worst therapist. I um, mean, she pointed out that oh, Katie might be having feelings for Megan. Mm-hmm. Well, no, duh, duh. duh. <laughs> Anybody on the street could be wow. telling you that. Give her this lady an award. She's yeah. rather her, quite the scholar there. I love how her assistant flipped from earlier in the movie. I don't want to be designing something that's going to be replacing parents. I have a moral like objection to that. And then later on in the movie, when Megan's like, I think this thing might be like forming too much of a connection with Katie. She's like, Oh, it's fine. That's what she's supposed to do. I'm like, where did your moral objection? (laughs) Because they were about to make bank. Yeah. Yeah. And then even later, later, she's like, I think Megan might be killing people. And that lady's like, that's impossible. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't, we didn't program her for that. I I would hope not. We haven't done any programmer to drive a car either. Yeah. I put on so here, like, anyone should know what's up with Megan when you can't access GPS data the day and time that people are killed. Instantly, I'm letting authorities and my boss know. Yeah. Like, like I, you I'm have, putting that thing in a crusher. Yeah. Like it's you, done. You have to be really stupid to try and pretend it's not the doll in that case. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, it was so dumb. Oh, it's impossible. Megan can't <laughs> kill anyone. <laughs> she can't kill people. But she can do all these other things that... Yeah. We didn't program her to do that. And it's like, isn't the whole point is that she does things she's not programmed to yeah, do. Yeah, she learns the whole time. That's the whole idea of this, yeah. this character. Yeah. So l- let me ask you guys this. 
How'd you guys feel about the PG-13 rating? That was fine. Yeah, I thought... I mean, there, I don't think it was so overboard. There wasn't a lot of blood and gore. Like, when the kid gets hit by a car, you see a little bit of a blood splatter on I mean, the, the pavement. Late, no, I, I'm talking the other way around. Do you think that it was underrated? Like, for the style of movie that it was, should it have been rated R? Like, should they have added more stuff? Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. I think this would have benefited more from an R rating. That's that's how I feel, too. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you had leaned into the goofy over... Kind of like what Violent, Violent Night did, where it was just exactly. stupidly goofy. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you had added, like, a lot of blood and guts. I yeah. think this would have been a so much better movie mm-hmm. had they just bumped it up to an R and just like, laid into it. If you're not going to give us a good story with continuity and everything like give that. Give us some cool deaths. Give us a lot of cool deaths and we'll forgive you for it. Yes. I feel like Blumhouse or Blumhouse, whatever it is, usually makes our movies. I wonder if it was R and then when they realized it wasn't super good, they decided to make it PG-13 so that more people could come see it um, and then make a profit. Because as soon as you make a movie R, yeah. it's very, it like halves your audience base. Yeah. Easy. I mean, could, could make the argument though that that's going to make the attraction for the R-rated movie though, that they'll yeah. see it. You say that, but like, I don't think Violent Night made very much money. Well, like, that's I think a tragedy. It, you know what I mean? Like, I think it broke even. Same thing for, like, the it's menu. It's also kind of a niche movie, too, where it's, it was a horror Santa movie. <laughs> yeah, same thing for, like, the menu, though. Like, a lot of our movies, it's very hard for them to, like, break into, like, the bigger, you know, yeah. um, community. Like, I guess, like, social media, you know, so I think it's hard for them to break out of that when there are. Um, but I agree with you, though. I would have liked it much more if it was our yeah. I feel like they could have done a lot more if it was R. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I said my least favorite scene. Do you guys have a least favorite scene? Ooh. I'm going to say it's the whole first everything before Megan shows up. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah, the everything before they introduce Megan. I mean, I Gemma sucks. Gemma does <laughs> suck. Her two friends suck. Katie's Katie su- sucks. Katie you can sucks. say it. She's a kid, but she sucks. Okay. Probably the my least favorite scene is when they save the guy who's choking. He should have died. Yeah. That's probably my least favorite scene. Like like he should have died from choking? Well, just like Give if you're going to have Megan hang somebody, finish it out. They didn't even die from the explosion after. Yeah, exactly. That's like, what I mean. Like there's four four deaths in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. And that's being generous. That's, yeah, I was being generous. And so, like, that's probably my least favorite. Like, yeah. they they went through the effort of showing her, like, Break strangling him. him up with this thing, which sucks and was kind of cringy. But then it's like, nah, you're fine. Put an oxygen mask on in the back of a police car and you're good. <laughs> He's okay. Not even an ambulance, but a police car. Something about, like, remembering her, like, chained up there in that thing reminded me of, like, I thought it was really stupid how quickly they progressed on building Megan. So like they had this like yes. a, a terrible failure of a project showing to their boss. That's in my continuity issues. Yeah. And then like he's like, scrap this and do the job I told you to do. Which speaking of which, poor boss. I feel yeah. I've never rooted for a boss in a movie before. But like he's like, Why aren't you working on what I'm supposed to, you're supposed to be? Yeah. And then how much money did you spend? He she spent a hundred thousand dollars plus of company of money. Company money on something that she was working on a secret mm-hmm. that she was told not to work on. Yeah. I would have fired her. Yeah. yeah. Um, two, so this terrible like showing for the boss. And then later, something gives her the idea to make Megan again. Well, it's like, because um Katie needed Kate, a friend. Katie says, if I had a toy like Bruce, 
Yeah. I would never need another toy. But here's my problem. She it's gets like, re-inspired by Bruce, her original creation. She had so the I can, idea. I can get that. I, I, I think but, it's stupid. She had the idea for Megan, yeah. and then the, when that scene happened, I pictured it as, oh, I have a great idea for a toy. And then she just builds it with no problems, no questions asked, no, and it he, works. Here's my yeah. thing with that. So the boss lays into her about, like, I want these by Friday. Kay, uh, not Katie. Gemma's working really hard to get that thing done. That is like, Oh, I have a good idea for Megan. I'm going to put this off now. Yeah, <laughs> she like even types an email. Like, We're going to have to delay the prototype. prototype. Like, like how about get the prototype what? done? You're about to lose your job. Yeah, I would have made like the cheap Furby they wanted. Yeah. Which, how hard can that be to do yeah, at know. this company? Like with how much resources they have, make a cheap Furby mm-hmm. that doesn't need an iPad app and like, <laughs> and then make your $100,000 robot. Yeah. yeah. $10,000 cost, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That was, it was a very stupid. Yeah. Thing. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't get how we went from months and months of issues with Megan. Mm-hmm. We see Megan and she's a train wreck. Yeah. And then it's like, she snap works. your fingers. She's a completely working well, model. Was and she, like, huh, she huh. wasn't even like prototype one. Like they just got it right. Yeah. Like she just she's worked. There she <laughs> is. To be fair. Was she really a train wreck? I think it only failed last time because the guy forgot to put a part in. That's true. So really, he she did could, forget to put a part. She could have really. So she could have worked. Maybe okay. I'll give it to you. Cole, then. quit defending Megan. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> I figured I was going to be on the defense this whole time, but yeah. I'm like, I can't even defend this movie. Yeah. On a lot of those continuity okay, issues. Okay, Cole's got, Cole's got a point there. See, it's good we talked that out. Good we talked that yeah. out. Um. Oh, I had another thought. I, oh, the boss's boss, like the CEO of the company. No is, wait. That's where it gets confusing. <laughs> Gemma's boss is the CEO. The guy above him is like the chairman of the board. Oh, that it got confusing for me too. Okay, but yeah. it, they either kind of way, it at the end, the big head honcho, mm-hmm. um, he's like, "Can this thing ship in a month?" And she's like, "Yeah, probably." And I'm yeah. like, "No, yeah, like this is a brand new. Even if it was a toy, companies don't just ship toys a yeah. month after the first prototype is no. made." And then let alone to be able to ship this, like this AI monstrosity, like that's just such a dumb oversight. Like I was like, no company would ever operate like that. Okay. If we're going on, no company would ever operate on that. Who's going to make a $10,000 robot for a kid? If Elon, who's going to buy Elon Musk, if Elon Musk had the technology, there'd be Megan's right now. Like if AI was that advanced, I guarantee, but who, the dude sold flamethrowers for like eight hundred dollars just because he could, <laughs> right? Like He's I'm a just mad saying, man. like I'm just saying, like the idea is like, yes, it's bougie, yes, it's rich. Only the one percent are going to be able to afford these things. I guarantee, if the technology was there, Musk would be out here shilling Megan's onto Walmart true, parking lot. But he lot. also spent forty billion dollars on Twitter. He don't care. That's <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though. Like it would get made just because he can. I guess his company would be the only one ever to make Megan. Yeah. Don't give him ideas. Yeah. He's listening. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg. The Zuck loves to spend money on stuff he thinks will be popular when it crashes and fails. Like but I think that. Maybe, but I think uh, I think Zuckerberg's putting all his money in the uh, metaverse. I give. Yeah, you're right. Maybe he could make the Meganverse. The Meganverse. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I do want to say I was talking about like if the technology was there. I have a really big pet peeve, and this is even with Megan, just like life. I hate when people call things AI that are not AI. They're usually like machine learning, where basically you tell a computer program to run 
an algorithm against a wall a thousand times and then you tell it which ones are correct and it goes, oh, I know to do this next time. That's machine learning. That's common. We've had that for forever. AI is whenever like if I ask chat GPT to paint me something and it says, why do I have to do this? And it says, no, that is a step towards AI. And I get mad when things call AI. People call things AI that aren't. So I was happy with this movie that it was actual, genuine mm -hmm. artificial intelligence. Like yeah. it had a brain it and a brain. It questioned life. It questioned death. It strove for knowledge. I was like, hey, a movie other than Terminator that did like real AI or iRobot. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, iRobot's a great movie. That's, I should put that in for a movie night. That's pick. a banger. Unrelated. Remember good robot movies? Remember good, yeah. Like, <laughs> what was the robot movie, the animated one? Oh, Robots. Was it just called Robots? Yeah. Had Ewan McGregor as uh, Rodney Copperbottom. I just remembered the soup. Is that his real name? Yeah. The, what? Rodney Copperbottom. He's a robot. I don't know how you remember that. <laughs> I the, don't either. The only thing I remember from the robot movie is the super thick mom robot. Oh, uh, what was her name? I don't know, Aunt Cole. Fanny? How do you... You, I'm gonna fact check. How this. do you live your life with all this useless knowledge? What is it called? Robot? Robots. It came out. I'm gonna say 2003. I'm gonna say my guess is 2003. Oh, you're off. I want to keep this. 2005. 2005. I robot or robots? Robots. robots. Was 2005. Robots. That's 2005. Okay. What was the like super handsome robot's name? Heck like the antagonist. Do you know him? Heck, I don't know his name. Okay. I only know we, the important character. We found his limit. <laughs> Aunt Fanny and even McGregor's character. There is a character, Aunt Fanny, played by Jennifer Coolidge. Wow. And Amanda Bynes is in that movie. Amanda Bynes went crazy. is in that movie. And was Will Ferrell in it? Uh, was it Robin Williams? Which one was it? Who played the main robot? It was Robin Williams. Ewan McGregor played the uh, main robot. Yeah. Oh, that was Copperbottom? That was Mr. Copperbottom. Oh, I thought that was someone different. Okay. Ewan McGregor. There's a lot of big names. We're, <laughs> we went on a tangent Mel about... Mel Brooks? Robin Williams? My goodness. All right, guys. Hear me out. Robot movie tier list. <laughs> You know what? I wouldn't hate it. We need to the do Star that. Wars. In it. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw was in robots. What? Like the football player? Yeah. I did not like that movie. I have no good memories of that movie. I cannot believe you remember all this. I don't know that I've ever seen it, but I don't. It's, it's not. I remember. It's not it a great film, the, but I remember because Ewan's in there. I don't recall enjoying it, man. Okay. Off on I, another tangent. I personally, I was going to say, I personally, I think I've exhausted my complaints about yeah. Megan. Does anyone mm -hmm. have any final thoughts or should we just go to the rubric? I think we should just go to the rubric. <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about better robot movies right now. Yeah. Okay. Plot. I'll go ahead and start. This was a tough one for me. Yeah. For what the movie did, what the movie wanted to accomplish, the plot was not terrible, mm -hmm. but it was not good. See, it's a very middle plot. It got the story from point A to point V. And it had a lot of plot holes. I just said V. It meant B. Point V. Point V. It got the movie from point A to point B with a lot of plot holes. But I think I'm going to take off those points of continuity instead. And I'm going to be generous. And I'm going to give plot a three. Because it was exceptionally mediocre. And it did what it needed to do for a Blumhouse horror comedy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cole, what would you give plot? I'm with you on that. I'm My nitpicks are going to be during continuity. Yeah. So I'm going to also give it a three because it was just a mid. It was a mittens. It was mittens. Yeah. It was mittens. That story was mittens indeed. Hey, Josh? Sure it was. I'm the same thing, but um, I was a little more generous. I gave it a four. Okay. Similar thought process, uh, but I took off points in some other categories. All right. That's perfectly fine. Um, characters, 
Um, Cole, why don't you start us off on characters? Again, just very mittens. Like, I give it. I'm gonna give him a three. Like, just overall, I mean, there's nothing like for like a horror movie. There's like they, they have iconic characters. Like these, like some of these really good horror movies. I think this is not even a great horror movie, but just overall, it um the characters are just gonna be really forgettable. I think there's nothing like they didn't. I mean, they were dull, and some of the acting was horrendous. But yeah. I think the writing was just kind of meh. Worse. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I just give him a three. I'll meet him and I'll just go down the middle. It's a Mittens uh, cast of characters outside of Megan. Uh, I actually gave characters a two because I hated every character in this movie. <laughs> like, I, not necessarily like the actors weren't the worst actors I've ever seen, but the characters that were written, terrible. I also am giving it a two. Um we talked about during Avatar. I said, I thought the characters were okay. This is a movie that to me has bad characters. They're yeah. two-dimensional. They contribute nothing to an, any sort of emotional storyline with connections or ties. And like like you said, forgettable. Just like the most boring, stupid, dumb characters ever. Mm-hmm. I, I did not. And like likability, didn't like a single one of them. I thought nope. they were all trash. And I Megan, was cheering for Megan the whole time. Yeah, I would have <laughs> liked this movie more had Megan killed everyone. And then like, with her like half ripped off Android face, like walked into San Francisco, getting ready to go on a murder spree. I think that I would have been a cool. Ending. That would have been such a better ending. I would have so loved this. Cool. I would have loved this movie so much more yes. than what we got. Um, we need to talk about the ending later. Okay, direction, Josh. Why don't you start us off on direction? Uh, I gave direction a three. Again, it's just a very meh movie. Um, I did give it a three instead of a two because. This, the shots weren't bad. Like, it didn't look bad. The CGI I didn't think was terrible. I mean, Megan looked like a fake doll. Yeah. Um. So, like, there was some neat things, but as far as, like, overall, it's just in the middle. So I gave yeah. it a three. Um, I'm actually almost right on the... I, 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 there are times that you could argue it could go up to a four, maybe, when the guy's at his best. When the movie's at its worst, it could go down to a two. I'm, I think I'm also right in the middle. For what it's worth, I think Megan looked good. Um, mm-hmm. She looked creepy. She was in the uncanny valley of where I think she needed to be. And the CGI and like the actress playing her, I thought did. I think the actress playing Megan did a very good job yeah. Yeah. being robotic. Um, so I don't know if that's the director's thing or not. Um, I'm going to give direction a three as well. Cole? I'm going to also go three. I mean, again, Megan looked good, and it worked to her advantage that she didn't look quite, I don't know, quite right or anything. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a doll. Yeah. So that worked. Um, and I thought the, uh, whenever it was action, and had like some cool, had some pretty cool kills in it. Mm-hmm. So I think those are, and then also just overall the, the tone, when it, when it did humor, it did it good. When it was trying to be a creepy horror movie, it didn't do it well. So it kind of canceled each other out. I personally don't think I liked any of the kills. Like not to say your opinions invalid. But I mean, like, when she's doing her little dance number, she's just slashing away. That's pr- that was pretty cool. I mean, the dance was mildly funny and then she kills the guy in like one stab and then yeah. slits well, the next guy's no, throat. No, evidently she killed, she ripped the dude's ear off though. And everything that's a kill that she did, but <laughs> no, a car ran her over. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Other than like the, I thought the, kills and the, were, the one chick got her 
face ripped off with a. Yeah. I think for washer. knowing that, like the people who worked on this also worked on like Saw. I think the kills in this were very uncreative. Well, and just, I mean, boring. it's also a PG thirteen movie. That's what I was going to say. Saw I was feel like yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I, right. I feel like the the kills were lacking because of the PG thirteen rating that it had to stick with. Yeah. It. Like even the slashing kills with the knife or with the blade, you saw some blood, but it wasn't in your face. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Continuity. Oh, boy. I'll start us out, too. Yeah. Um, this movie, for it wasn't trying to be science fiction and like being like accurate, but it just left me with so many, like, what were they thinking? Or, or the really, I think, at the end of the day, it's that they didn't think about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about it with the funeral, with the timeline, just not showing us a lot of stuff continuity for me on this one and i get it's not trying to be a super serious movie but i think that's still an unacceptable level of they just didn't care to put enough thought into it yeah cool um i'm also gonna go with a two for continuity i mean we kind of pointed out most of if not all the uh, issues on the continuity and there's I'm sure there's some that we missed it's just overall like plot was meh like we said but the continuity within the plot is just all over the place it's a train wreck yeah yeah yeah, Josh. So much so that this is my first ever one. <gasps> oh, sacre bleu! <laughs> a one, okay. A one. Tell it, me about your one. It for all the reasons that we already talked about. I mean, it it just was bad. Mm-hmm. How did she learn to drive? No, she how did that. she know the car was there? She's an AI. Did Katie's parents die? Because halfway through the movie, I kind of forgot. It was <laughs> bad. It was okay. Just, I I just didn't like it. That's fair. I like I I don't have a good argument against you. <laughs> like I I personally think it's slightly better than a one. One to me is like the worst, but this movie's pretty close. I, yeah. it, for me, it was it pretty had darn it had enough a, to push it. Yeah, that like you could make an argument for a one on that. Um, alrighty, for a movie like this, maybe the most important category, um, enjoyment. Cole, why don't you go and and go ahead and start us off with enjoyment? Four, four, okay. It's it's dumb, but it's it's the best kind of dumb. Is yeah. I, I would I would I like it better if it was an R rated movie? Yeah, more than likely because I feel like you could get more creative then. But I think for the movie we got, I mean, it's a fun just hang out with the group and want to watch something stupid. That'd be the perfect one. Yeah, yeah. I'm I don't disagree with that, Josh. I'm also a four, basically for the same reasons. It was wacky, left me thinking like what. Did I just witness? Um, I didn't give it a five because of I feel like it could have been better with a rating R, but I feel like a broken record by saying yeah. that. But no, that no. that affected a lot of my scores. Um, I feel like it could have just been could have been better, but it, I had a good time. I'm rather with you. Four. I enjoyed watching this movie with you guys in the theater. Like it was a fun time. I don't regret it one bit. So I feel like not regretting going to see a movie automatically makes it like a three in my book. Mm. Um, and it was funny. It had some very funny moments. Every time they were singing, if she was singing, <laughs> and the whole audience was like collectively trying to stifle laughs yeah. because they weren't sure if they were supposed to be laughing yeah. or not. I got a kick out of that. Yeah, so I'm a four. I'm a four right there with you. Yep. All righty. Uh, in your mind, drum roll, please. I need to program a drum roll in here. That'd be pretty funny. Megan has a score, our new lowest scoring score, of 57.3. Dang. Avatar. Ooh. Eat your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, 
It was. It was a movie. It was a movie. That's yeah. what I was going to say. So now I want to make sure we do this at the end. Uh, I wish I could have had it pulled up um, beforehand. Rotten Tomatoes. Megan, yeah, like just, I want to look up the Rotten Tomatoes score, and I would have pulled it up beforehand. So I'm not searching so for it now, it but I didn't want to. Wanna, I didn't want to see anything before going into this. Yeah. Um, I think I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong movie. I, I typed in Megan Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm looking at... It's Mithrigan. Yeah, I'm looking at type in the three two girls kissing, Megan else. is missing. Yeah, this is a different... Um, Megan with a three. Mithrigan. All right. So without looking, and Josh, if you're looking, look away for a second. What do you think critics gave this movie? Critics? Critics. 72. Uh, 78. 78. Okay. What if I told you the critics gave this movie a 94%? What? What? I am literally, if my jaw could unhinge and hit the floor like a Looney Tune character, it would. I'm genuine. I looked at that, and I had to double check. I didn't click on the wrong movie a second time. Critics give good movies bad scores all the time for dumbest of reasons. Did we watch the same movie? That's what I'm wondering. What? I'm like, Look up, like, what, what was the good one? What'd they say? No, like, yeah, you know what? Look up what they say. I want, I'm curious as to what they're justifying this to be in 94. Before I do that, oh, hold on. Oh. There's an ad at the bottom. Weekend box office results. Avatar The Way of the Water rises to the seventh best grossing movie of all time. Hmm. Just a fun thought. I saw that. Okay, before I go on to what the critics actually said, what do you think the audience gave this movie? I cheated. I'm sorry. I thought <gasps> I didn't know what Josh, we were doing. Josh, I literally... Score. Told you not to look. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll guess. Audience score. I'll guess. Um, I'm going to say 79. You're really close. It's an 80. Okay. They gave it a B. Um, maybe where I'd expect a movie of like this to be. Top critics. Um, this is like the... I'm going to sort this. Like This is the top critic as far as I can tell. Um, there's a different... Far more substantial movie lurking within. Oh, hold on. It's loading into something else. So sorry. Um, yet the virtues of efficiency, clarity, surprise, and wit that enliven the one that's actually on screen leaves its merely implied substance tantalizingly unformed. That's the biggest alphabet <laughs> soup of BS I've ever read. That was yeah. nonsense. Who? Call Richard Brody, I'm calling you out. You're. I'm going to start writing reviews because if you can do them, I can too. Also, I'm confused. It said this <laughs> review was written on January 11th. Huh? <laughs> what? Time traveler. Hold on. <laughs> What's going on here? It's the, oh. <laughs> it says this was Jan- all these are January. It's, oh, not ja- all. it's January 10th right now that we're recording this. If <laughs> it is Hold on. Kevin Mayer's in from the UK. Maybe Richard's from the UK. Are they ahead of us? Yeah, they ahead of they, us today? Man, the UK. Here's another one. This guy gave it a four out of five. Once the moral parameters have been established, the film whips along with guilty pleasure panache. Mithrigan, like all great android anti-heroines from Maria to Metropolis to Ava and Ex Machina, eventually goes wrong. That's just like a four out of five? Really, Kevin? No. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Like, I get we all like different things. I gave Avatar higher rating than a lot of people will. Like, I get it. We all like different stuff. Yeah. But like, I'm just curious... If audience members were saying that, fine. But critics yeah. liking it to that degree, there's got to be some hidden message, some hidden like agenda that I'm missing. I don't see it. I'm hey, blown away. How did it... I'm just curious. How did it fare against the menu? The menu? What was like the, the critic score on the menu? Because that's a, a good movie. I'm going to pull it back up. That's like a solid... like. 
cinematic movie. Critics gave the menu an 89%. So at least they gave it like B plus. Like no, here. Um, but and it should not be. An audience gave the menu a 76. Audiences don't know. Once again, <laughs> a lot of people probably didn't go see the menu. The The amount of ratings on the menu is significant. It's like half. Yeah. It's rated R. A lot of people probably didn't go see it for that reason. You can't take your kids to it unless it's Violent Night, in which case you take 12 of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like a lot of people probably didn't go see the menu. Yeah. Um, every time I've tried to talk to someone about that movie, they're like, what? And I'm like, the menu with Anya Taylor-Joy. And they're like, I, I missed that one. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> like, you missed out you missed a good one. on a masterpiece. I tell them that. And then I plug our podcast. Yeah. If you got this far, thank you. Do you, <laughs> you guys have any final comments before we You said something out? about you want to talk about the ending. Was that on podcast or after podcast? No, yeah, let's talk about it. The ending. So throughout the movie, she has this like perplexa. I have to not say her name because I have two of them in this room. <laughs> um, oh, you hung them. I did hang them. Nice. Don't say it. Don't say it. Huh. Um, but yes, um, I, she has a perplexo-like device that looks and talks, and it's basically like her home assistant. At the end yeah. of the movie, after Megan has been slain, we see that thing turn and like open an eye. I saw that coming a mile away. Yeah. As soon as Megan hacked the house, I was like, okay, we're going to have like a smart fridge situation mm-hmm. where it's going to be something stupid and she's not really dead. Because yeah. movies can't not set up a sequel nowadays. They just don't know how to do it. Yeah. Um, Unlike Violent Night, where I did want a sequel, I don't want a sequel to this one personally. So that was my question to you guys. Would you go see a Megan 2? A Meforgan? I mean, <laughs> if they... <laughs> would you go see Meforgan? If it was rated R, I would. Yeah. Okay. I think if they leaned into the more wacky kills, slasher type film, I'd probably go see it just to see what it was about. But I probably wouldn't be like, I can't wait to see Megan. I have to know that's what they're doing, though. So like Gremlins 2. Gremlins 1 was kind of wacky, but it was in this middle zone. And then Gremlins 2 was like, okay, people liked the funny Gremlins way more than they liked when we tried to be a scary movie, and they just went full zany. If they can tell me up front, prove to me that that's what they're doing, mm-hmm. I'd go see a second one. But I will not be upset and kind of hope that they just don't make another one Yeah, yeah. personally. So that's really what I wanted to discuss. What did you guys think of the ending? That was really just all I wanted to I talk mean, about. I mean, it's your typical horror movie trope. They've done it since Halloween. On just about every horror movie where it's like, oh, sequel, they're not really dead. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm waiting for the trailer where you just see like a bunch of like what it looks like hamburger meat form back together. <laughs> and then you have like a hamburger meat Michael Myers just like start walking around. and He picks up the oh, mask and it's like, gosh. he's back, baby. You, you know like, what? You, you know man. what? I'm sure it still wouldn't be as bad as Halloween ends. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. We should do a podcast on Halloween ends just because that was actually one of the things I think that kind of made us want to do the podcast was talking about Halloween ends and how much we disliked it. But then it, by the time we got it going, it, uh, it had not been relevant. (laughs) Yeah. So, all righty. Any closing thoughts before we end it out? We're at an hour 10. I don't think so. Yeah. Quick hour 10. It really didn't feel like it. So, Hey, if you made it this far, as always, thank you for listening. Um, what movie are you going to see next? I really think it's probably going to wind up. We haven't officially agreed House on this. House Party? I was going to say Puss in Boots. Puss in Boots, maybe. Puss in Boots. I, I'm pushing House Party, but... You're pushing House Party? You guys off MLK Day? Oh, yeah. Damn, yeah. Hear me out. Puss in Boots, House Party, back-to-back <laughs> double feature. Will it be out by then? Yeah, House Party's going to be out Friday. Oh, is it? Okay. Huh? Maybe. Huh? Like, maybe we go see... House Party, I think we should go see House Party first because that one I feel is going to take more brain energy than Puss in Boots. Probably. Yeah. Go see House Party. We go get us a nice brunch with the bro- the, the 
the bros boys, the bros mm-hmm. have a nice brunch, and then we go see Puss in Boots. Maybe. And then if we, we can up, make the times work out. Maybe. Then we hit up Barnes and Noble again. Because <laughs> I, I, I love Barnes and Noble. Yeah. I like to pretend I'm knowledgeable and surround myself with books. Yeah. Say, so. house party. We got to go to the King's house for this movie. Go to the King's Yeah. LeBron James. I'm excited for house party. I think it could be good, but I'm also worried it's going to turn into just like every other party mm-hmm. movie. I mean, where I, they just get celebrities in there just to have them be present. They don't actually add any I mean, substance. I, I, my prediction It'll be a dumb comedy, and that's what I'm here for. If it's a comedy, I'm fine with that. But I feel like so many party movies just turn into the jokes are people getting high and drinking and like hooking up, and like that to me, that was funny in high school. Yeah, it's not funny now. So I'm really worried that that's what this movie is going to be. I hope I'm wrong. The hologram of him in the trailer <laughs> gives me hope, like you said, that there's going to be more to this movie. Yeah. Um. So I hope I'm now we. We're going to have to go see it. We kind of plugged that we're going to go yeah. see the movie. Well, we're going to go see it regardless. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, maybe the next time you hear us, we'll do a, a Puss in Boots uh, house party, house party <laughs> movie. <room. laughs> Man, what a duo. Of- we'll see where it goes. Hey, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about us. Um, show it to us. Show it to them. Um, show it to us. Yeah. Show us the podcast. Yeah. Show us yeah. our own podcast. Any new podcast um, to listen to. Yeah. We really appreciate it. If you're listening along, we really enjoy doing this. Thank you very much for your support. Have a good night.